2 Timothy chapter 1, we're going to start in verse 9. Who has saved us and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to His own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began, but is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death and hath brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Whereunto I am appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles. The title of the message this morning is God of Purpose. And last Sunday morning we talked about a God of restoration. Well, as we're reading this scripture here, you'll, you'll see that in verse 9 there that who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to His own purpose and grace. So, you know, God always has a purpose for everything that He does. He doesn't operate in a reactive state like we do. You know, things happen to us and we react to it. Sometimes we're able to be proactive. You know, maybe it's saving money or... or Whatever it may be, maybe you can see that your kids are going to need certain direction in a certain area before any problems happen. But most of the time we react to things that happen in our life. But see, God is a God of purpose. When something happens under God's direction, it's for a specific reason. When God makes a person the way He makes them, it's for a purpose. When God puts people in your life, it's for a purpose. You see, God doesn't react to things like we do. He knows what's coming ahead of time. You can see this in the way He orchestrated... Just look in the Old Testament all the way through and up to the point where Jesus came into this world. You'll see that everything that was done was for that purpose. It was to bring about... uh, a point in time when His Son could die for our sins. You see, there wasn't a reaction to sin coming into us. God knew ahead of time that that was going to happen. If He ever gave us the opportunity for free will, He knew there'd be a chance that sin would come in. So He knew He had to have a way to bring us back. Y'all know this. You know that, that... Jesus came for that purpose, was to redeem us. But I want you to see that it's not just in that area that God is a God of purpose. It's in every aspect of our life. And I want you to understand today that everything He does is deliberate. And that word means to, to carefully think and, and plot and, 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 and come up with a plan. You know, you... You see someone that's very deliberate in their actions and it's very methodical the way they do things. They're not just reacting to circumstances. Now this ought to tell you something about God. It's not just that God knows everything, okay? It does tell you that. But the thing that you ought to understand from What I'm telling you today that God is a God of purpose is that He is like that because He is He cares so much for you. You see that that all falls into that same 
thing I'm talking about. He's, he's considerate of us. And most of you husbands would know that your wife wants you to be more considerate of her feelings. And there's times that we come up short on it, ain't we? Don't we? But see, God, and this, this, man, this is so hard for me to understand sometimes. I don't understand how somebody so mighty and great can have such care for every aspect of my life. How he can pour so much thought and consideration into not only how he blesses me, but how he corrects me. Everything that he, he does, everything he works in my life is for a purpose. And that takes, a, that takes an awful lot of consideration, doesn't it? And I'm just talking about me. I ain't even talking about you. You see, when, when you put that kind of consideration into something, that kind of thought and that kind of purpose, it's only, it can only be tied back to love. Verse 9 again, it says that we were called based on His purposes for us. It has nothing to do with our works, as that scripture says. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how good you are at something. That's not why God calls you. You see, it's, it's for His purposes. I'm going I'm to wear this word out today, but y'all are going to understand what I'm saying. What this scripture ought to tell you is that if you are a Christian, you have a purpose. Now, you know, I don't want to get too far off into the whole predestination thing because that's a, that's a deep subject. But if you're a Christian, you have to believe based on the Scripture we just read and another one I'm going to share with you in a minute. If you consider yourself to be a child of God, you have to believe that He called you for a reason. You see, he he doesn't he doesn't bring you into his kingdom to just be another hand. I mean, there, there's a reason why he he called you. Okay, not everybody's called. I want y'all to understand that today. You know, there's people that people will try to intervene in their life. They'll pray for them, and and they will spend the rest of their life and never turn to God. And I can't explain that to you. I don't fully understand why that is the case, but I know this. The Word says that there are those that are called according to His purpose. So if you consider yourself a Christian, you fit that category. Look, you don't have to be called... Just or Let me change that. You don't have to be a preacher or a missionary or an evangelist, or a Sunday school teacher to be considered called. Okay? A calling is not just those that are up front in the public eye. See, God has a purpose for you, though. He has a reason why He made you the way you are. There's a reason why He called you when He did. If you're a Christian, you know something about calling. You may not fully understand it, but there was a point in time when you was probably gripping onto a bench and you said, oh man, i got to go. 
I got to go down there. Because there was something inside you just, just tugging. And you had to go down there and say, I'm a sinner. And I want Jesus to come into my heart. See, He was calling you. He didn't call you if it wasn't because He had a purpose for you. And you probably know somebody right now, uh, maybe even somebody close to you, that you just can't understand why they won't submit to God. I'm not going to tell you they won't, and I ain't going to tell you quit praying for them. Pray for them every time you get a chance. Because you never know, they may turn at any point. But they may not. See, God has a purpose for those He calls. Romans 8 and 28. And y'all, man, everybody knows this one. I guarantee you've heard it before and you've probably heard it misquoted. Because this seems to be not only one of the most quoted scriptures, but it's also one of the most misquoted scriptures. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. I told you a while ago, if you consider yourself a Christian, you're one of the called, okay? This ain't just for pastors. This ain't just for Sunday school teachers. You consider yourself a child of God, you're one of the called. But what else did it say? According to His purpose. Forget about your own purposes for a minute. Let's just set all that aside. See, this is about God's purpose today. He called you for a reason. It may not be something you like. It may not be something you want to do. It may not have anything to do with what where your desires are. But see, He called you for a reason because He knew there was something that through the Holy Spirit working through you that you could have accomplished that somebody else can't. Now, you might know somebody that has some kind of special ability that you don't have. And they can do something way better than you can. See, that's because they have certain characteristics you don't have. That's, That's why some people are called to different things, right? I want you all to also understand that God has a purpose for putting certain things in your life. He has a purpose for putting certain people in your life. I want you all to really understand the the level to which God is involved in your life. Because see, there are things that God does that we sometimes don't even notice. There's some things that God will will put in place and you won't even realize that's God's hands working until after the fact. You know, we're praying right now with Sister Deanie over leukemia that the doctor said she has. And I'm believing that God is, is already at work in her body. I'm believing and standing on faith that, that she's receiving healing. So we don't know the purpose for why this is all coming about. But you know, I've seen time after time, and I've heard from her husband even, that... that she has used these opportunities to witness to other people that she encounters because of it. 
So I don't know why she's going through this. And I can't tell you for sure that that this ain't going to be the last battle she has to go through. But I know this much. When you focus on God and you fully trust in Him. Now listen. See, it's easy to trust in God when everything's kind of okay. Or even maybe things ain't okay, but you know what God's trying to do. It's easy to trust Him. But it's a whole different story when you don't know what the outcome is going to be. It's a whole different story when you don't even know what God's trying to accomplish. But see, when you can go ahead and trust and believe that no matter what my circumstances look like, I know God has purpose in this situation. See, that gives you peace. That ought to let you know a little more about God to know that, that even when things seem terrible... God has a reason for bringing these things to you. See, some people can bear things other people can't. And I tell you right now, Sister Deanie is a strong woman. She can bear a whole lot. I don't know if I could bear going through treatments and, and having to deal with all these issues and not having all the resources to even pay for this sometimes. You know what I mean? I don't know if I could bear that, but she can. And God has... has entrusted her through this to be looking for His purpose. And see, when you go into these problems in your life, these these things that everybody says, oh man, I'm glad I ain't got to deal with that. When you go into that stuff, you need to be thinking, God, I don't know what you're doing, but show me your purpose. Show me what your purpose is. These scriptures I've read you today ought to show you that everything is is for a reason, okay? God has purpose in it. And this last scripture I read you shows you that even when it's your own fault and you've just messed everything up, God can turn it around. He can make good come out of it. And He can fulfill His purposes. You see, sometimes we get in the way of God. But that scripture says that our everything works together for good to those that love God and to the called according to His purpose. His purpose needs to be in the, the front of our mind. Sometimes we don't think about it till after the fact. Oh, I see now what God was doing. But see, if we go into things thinking, alright, God has a purpose here. There's a There's a reason why this is going the way it is. There's a plan that God has. And that's what I need to be looking for. You see, that changes your whole attitude on the way you go into the problem then. Because now, knowing that God has a purpose, you can more fully trust in God, see? Knowing that He is in ultimate control, you can more fully trust in Him and believe that, listen, He is the provider. He is the healer. He is the one that's going to bring about whatever needs to come about in my life because He is the one in control. When it's His purpose that I want fulfilled in my life, I can put all that other stuff on the back burner and and not worry about it anymore. Because it's His purpose that needs to be fulfilled, not mine. You know, when I have problems in my life, the first thing I want to think of is how am I going to handle this? But I need to change that. 
I need to be thinking, how is God going to handle this? And how, what is God wanting to do here? Why, why is He doing this? Not, not to question God and try to interrogate Him, but, but to just understand it better and to know that because He's doing these things, He must have a reason. Must have a purpose for it. We also need to remember that God doesn't owe us an explanation for why He does what He does, okay? And back on that whole predestination thing, you know, some people are some people are saved, some aren't. I don't know why. I can't explain. I can't even question God and say, God, why? But you know what? It's, it's because that's His purpose. That's what He's decided to do. And listen, He's God. You can... You can criticize him and say, well, God, I don't understand that. That don't make any sense. I thought you loved everybody. But you know what? God knows the future. He knows that some people just ain't even going to buckle. Even though he made them, he designed them, I don't understand that. You know, I can sit here and question and say, well, God, if you designed them, why didn't you put something in them to make them respond to you? I don't understand that. But see, that's not my place to question God on that kind of thing. That's His purpose. That's His, that's His doing. His ways are higher than my ways. I don't understand that. It may be that He made that person to, to put in somebody else's path so they'd turn. I don't know. The point is that God has a purpose and a plan for it. And if I can just get past all the details, quit worrying about all the, the little things I don't understand and focus on what it is God wants to do with me. How is it that God wants to use me? You know, I got in a discussion one time with somebody about the book of Revelations. Both of us were Christians, right? And we were talking about all this stuff that's going to happen way after I believe I'm even going to be here. And got to the point where asking all these questions, and I said, look, man, I don't know. I really don't care, okay? I ain't going to be here. It's not... Yeah, that all sounds scary. But it doesn't matter. Because I know who I am in Christ. You see, I know God has a purpose and a plan for those people that's going to be here. But I'm not one of them. I'm not telling y'all you don't need to know and understand the Word. Because it may be those things that, that get somebody saved. But I'm not going to get into an argument over something I don't yet understand when my faith is in, in Jesus, okay? Amen. See, when you understand that, you know that there's a level of peace that you can acquire that you can't if you don't understand that. When you know that God has the control of it, that He's already planned it all out, you don't have to sit there and second guess how God's going to do this. You know, when circumstances come up in your life and you can't figure out, well, where am I going to get the money? How is this going to happen? What, what, I don't know what to do. And you start feeling these thoughts of despair and, and depression and everything else. You get the feeling down because you don't have any control over it. This stuff's just happening. What do you do in those kind of times? You see, if you stay in that state of mind where you're focused on yourself and you're focused on what control you don't have, all you're going to feel is weakness. 
But you, when you remember what the Word says, that God is on your side, that He that is in you is greater than He that is in the world, see, you start remembering these promises. And you start remembering that, that He can make good come out of anything, that He's in control and it's His purpose that it needs to be at work in my life. See, now you've tapped into a source of strength, not weakness. And I know this all sounds like, well, that's just positive thinking. No, it's not. You see, I can sit around and think all day good thoughts, but that don't make anything change. You understand what I'm saying? I can sit around and think all day, well, okay, good things are going to happen because I've got a good attitude. But that don't change anything, see? But when you put your trust into something, and let me rephrase that, someone that can change things, someone that does have ultimate control, and you quit putting your faith and trust in your own inadequacies, things begin to change then. But see, God, like I've told you before, is not going to move in your life when you don't want Him to. When you don't trust in Him and you ask Him for what the desires of your heart are, He... He's not going to move. But you begin to put your trust in Him and you, you say, God, I don't understand it, but I don't need to because I trust You. See, that, that's where the things need to change. If you keep reading on in 2 Timothy, the, or, yeah, 2 Timothy chapter 1 there, I think it's around verse 11 or 12, I've told you this many times, where he says, I'm persuaded... That He is able. See, you've got to be persuaded. If you're not persuaded today, you need, to, you need to dig into the Word some. You need to find out a little more about God. You need to talk to somebody that is persuaded and see if we can't persuade you. Because see, it doesn't matter how you feel about it. I want you all to understand that today. It don't matter how you feel. Feelings are deceptive. But you've got to be persuaded that God is able. No matter what the circumstances. You've got to be persuaded that His purpose is what is best for your life. You've got to be persuaded that it's His plan that will bring about best in your life. No matter what you feel about the situation. See, that's what's hard to understand because we look up and we see circumstances... And we say, this ain't good. This don't feel good. But see, our feelings deceive us sometimes. And the very thing that is the best for our life, that may feel bad, see, you see the, the contradiction there? There's times that I went through things that were terrible feelings. But it was the very best God had for me. Because on the back side, after it's all over with, I see the good come out of it then, you see? So don't trust your feelings. Don't worry about how situations look, what people tell you, how you feel. None of that matters. Because see, that all is, is short term. But God is omnipotent. He's omniscient. He knows everything. He has power over everything. And He knows the future. 
He knows what's best for you. 